I'm Donica Contour, and this is Naptime Devotionals, episode 117, Prepare Ye the Way of the Lord, studying Matthew chapter 3, Mark chapter 1, and Luke chapter 3. Welcome to Naptime Devotionals, the Come Follow Me study for moms. I'm your host, Donica Contour, and this year we're studying the New Testament. I am so excited to talk about Jesus with you, so let's get started. Oh, the air just kicked on, so hopefully you can still hear me. Um, <laughs> we moved into not my bedroom, and it's a little louder out here, so hopefully you can still hear me just fine. I made sure my mic was plugged in, so if you're like, wow, Donica sounds a lot better than she did in the intro, that's because when she did the intro, the mic was not plugged in. It's amazing what a little difference can make. So our fear not count is still four. Um, I'm interested to see how this grows in the New Testament, um, but we're still at four. So let's talk about, um, well, first of all, I'm going to just let you know right now, I'm going to read a small section from Finding Yourself in the New Testament by Al Carraway. I'm showing you what it looks like on uh, YouTube. It is backwards, so, you know, use a mirror or something. I don't know. Um, anyway, so let's, let's start. Uh, Matthew chapter three, verses three through four says the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. And the same John had his raiment of camel's hair and a leather girdle about his loins and his meat was locusts and hunt and wild honey. And so and I'm going to read that little section for you from, um, Al. This is on chapter or on chapter on page 24, um, she says, John the Baptist's life's John the Baptist's life's mission and great purpose was to speak and teach of such a thing. Like all religious teachers in this day, they would be trained in schools and authorized with an obtained license from the chief priests. They would wear certain clothing and robes and live a fine life within the church. John, however, did none of those things, not their not in their ways, but God's ways. Wearing not fine linen and robes, but camel's hair and loincloths, not partaking of feasts, but eating locusts and honey, not appearing in synagogues or temple courts, but retreating and staying in the wilderness. He spent many years away from men in preparation for what his life's mission was to be, preparing the way of the Lord and bringing people to the privilege of repentance and the remission of sin, the ability and privilege of change and improvement. Multitudes of people would travel out to him, confused if he was Christ himself, but always pointing and preparing him um, to one that is mightier than I cometh. Okay, so one of the things I thought about with John the Baptist, oh, here comes the baby. One of the things I thought about with John the Baptist is he's such a really incredible example of doing things God's way. Hi, Bunny. Stay over here, please. Um, He... He's in the world, but he doesn't do all the stuff that the world tells him he should do. Just a minute, bunny, bunny. Hey, 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 hold on, hold on. You can get up. Just a minute. Just a minute. Hold on. This way. Okay, but don't touch, don't touch the microphone. I say as he immediately goes to touch it. Can you see yourself? Can you say hi? Can you say hi? Nope, don't touch the microphone. Okay. I don't know how this is going to work. Um, so... I love this idea that we can be in the world, but it doesn't mean that we have to be doing everything that everyone around us is doing. We can, whoa, whoa, careful. We can forge our own paths led by the Lord. Um, and they might not be comfortable paths. See camel hair underwear, <laughs> camel clothes, 
you know, and, you know, locust linguine um, with hu wild honey sauce, like, uh, no thanks. <laughs> but these things that we do, this path that we forge with our Heavenly Father, with our Savior Jesus Christ, as our partners in creating our lives can be so much more amazing than what we have planned for ourselves and what the world tells us is possible. Um, I also like the idea because I'm very much the one that just wants to move to a cabin in the middle of the mountains, but like the British mountains. So there's not, you know, cougars and bears and stuff that's going to eat my children and me. Um, but I just want to move to the middle of nowhere and just raise my kids in the wilderness. And everybody always tells me, you can't shelter them. Well, I don't know. John the Baptist was pretty sheltered and he turned out just fine. So, you know, he was eating bugs and honey and wearing camel underwear. So I feel like he turned out just fine. Uh, okay. <laughs> so um, one of the things I just want to point out here as we're going through these scriptures is Matthew chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. This is Christ getting baptized, and then we have Heavenly Father speaking. We have the Holy Ghost coming, descending as a dove. And um, we have three separate individuals existing, which is one of our cornerstones of our um, belief system, right? We believe that, um, in God the Eternal Father, and in His Son, Jesus Christ, and in the Holy Ghost as three separate beings. That actually doesn't seem revolutionary to us inside the church, but when you compare our beliefs to other churches, that's actually a pretty revolutionary idea. Everybody else thinks that they're just one being. Um, I remember my sister went to a, a Lutheran school for a little bit because um, they had a private program. Anyway, and one of the things that she was taught while she was there, because she was like, this doesn't make sense. Why would they be three? Why would there? How? How? How are three different people one person? And the way that the person explained it to her was that your dad is one, your dad's is your father, but then it's also your mom's husband, but then is also a colonel in the, in the um, army, right? So he's three different people, but he's also one person. And my sister was like, um, okay, <laughs> but, um, we, we believe them as three different people. And this is a scripture that, that, uh, shows up. Okay. And then there's two, now ah, there's a couple more scriptures I want to talk about. Um, in Mark, bunny, bunny, no, no. Oh boy. Sorry. I'm yelling into the phone. Computer, microwave, microwave, really brain, microwave, microphone. That's where we were going. Hey, can you go watch Bluey? Sorry guys. We're being distracted today. Um, Matthew chapter, nope, we did that one. Matthew, Mark, Mark chapter one, verse 13. And he was there in the wilderness 40 days, tempted of Satan, and was with the wild beasts, and the angels ministered unto him. I think this is such an incredible thing because I think a lot of times as humans we have a tendency to believe that if we are tempted, um, then something ha something's wrong with us. If we're tempted by, insert thing, we're tempted, hey, no, 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 no. If we're tempted by something, then something must be wrong with us. But Christ was tempted. Now... What happens with humans is that we have a tendency to give in to temptation, right? We see the cookie, we eat the cookie. Um, it's a really innocent temptation, but just for the sake of argument. Bunny, no, no. Good gravy, son. He's finding all of my stuff. Yeah, I know. You found my nummies. I'm not giving you nummies right now. I'll tell you what. Go watch Bluey, and then I'll give you a nummy when I'm all done, okay? He's not going to do that. He's not going to do it. Okay. Um, but I love this... this view of Christ 
where we have this, um, we see opposition in all things. He is tempted of Satan and the angels ministered unto him. Now, I don't know that those happened at the exact same time. Um, you know, I don't know if it was one came and then the other, or if it was like in the morning he'd be tempted, in the evening he was ministered by angels, or if it was all at the same time. I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't there. Um, but both are possible. And so I think that it's really important to pay attention to when we are being tempted, when we're resisting that temptation, looking for that ministering of angels, um, because we can have both. And then, no, oh gosh, dang it, kid. This is why I used to like doing this in my room because I could close and lock the door and then I didn't have to worry about this anymore. Can you not get into my stuff? Go watch Bluey, bro. No. Um, Mark 1, chapter, oh, verse 34. We're all over it today. Um, and he healed many that were uh, of sick, that were sick of diverse diseases and cast out many devils and suffered not the devils to speak because they knew him. This is one of my favorite verses about Jesus. Um, because we have this juxtaposition of no, 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 no. Hey, stop. Can you please stop? Sorry guys. We have this juxtaposition of like people who should know him, right? The Pharisees and the Sadducees and these people that claim to follow him and these people that claim to um, be keepers of the law of Moses and these people that claim to be these holy leaders who should, in theory, if they are these actual holy leaders, recognize that he is Christ, that he is the Messiah, that he is the one that they have been talking about and waiting for, and they don't. And then we have these devils that are taking over people's bodies and just begging to have bodies so much that they're willing to be put into pig bodies. And they do not speak. He does not allow them to speak because they know who he is. They know exactly who he is. And so I love that this idea that um, even the devils knew who he was. Um, and I don't know. Something about that just strikes fear into their hearts and that makes me happy. <laughs> um so last two things I want to talk about. Um, in Luke chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, um, we have a comparison of like changing earth. And I love the idea that, um, sorry, I'm making sure he's not opening any like pop top stuff. He's stacking all of my tomato sauce. That'll be fine. Um, we have a changing of physical earth, right? The, earth, the mountains are becoming flat. The valleys are being filled um, and all of this stuff. Um, and I think that it's a fantastic comparison of the kind of change that happens within us. Our valleys are filled, our mountains are softened, like our hard edges become soft um, when we allow Christ to work in our lives. Um, it's an incredible comparison for the change of heart that we have. Um, and then all flesh shall see the salvation of God. Um, and I love this one as well because I think that that's something that we're going to have that moment. And this is a second coming moment. This isn't a, this isn't a moment from the first time he came. There's a second coming moment. All flesh shall see the salvation of God. We're all going to see him and we're going to know. We're going to recognize him as who, or who he is. Um, last thing I want to talk about is just uh, Luke chapter 3 verses 23 through 38. I'm not going to read them to you. But this is... The ability to, the proof that we can trace his lineage from Joseph all the way back to Adam, the original son of God, um, you know, the first human being. Um, anyway, so I just think that's cool, really cool. There's a lot of really fun stuff in there this week. Um, I hope you jump in there and um, we will talk to you next week.
hopefully sans interruptions by baby, but I make no promises.